the relationship between athletes and cannabis has long been decried for its perceived negative association. Thankfully, that misconception is being reshaped as athletes are now experiencing a certain form of liberation, one which has inspired them to move from the shadows and serve as advocates for the medicine that they deem so vital. These stories are worthy of greater attention and will serve to help augment the discourse around medicinal cannabis. The cannabis culture and sport deserves to be celebrated, not maligned. And these conversations will move us in that direction. Welcome to Winning with Cannabis with your host, Bill Bronner. Welcome, everyone. This is episode nine of Winning with Canvas. This is your host, Bill Bronner. I'm delighted to have on our show today someone who I've long admired um, for both his work on the field and equally as important off the field as well. This is um, Lofa Tutupu, a former NFL linebacker, uh, multiple pro bowler, uh, whose uh, kind of most prominent years were with the Seattle Seahawks and played for six years with them. Is that correct, Lofa? That is correct. Thank you for having me. Yeah, terrific. Um, glad to have you. And from what I gather, the uh, arena of football is something that uh, was deeply ingrained in you at a young age, given the fact that your father, Mosi, um, had a, a, a good career with the, with the Patriots um, and played, uh, if I remember correctly, was a special teamer and, and also a running back with them. Yes, he was. 14 years in the NFL. I am second generation. So the NFL lineage is certainly rich um, in your background. So suffice it to say, was, was the groundwork already laid for you to take that leap into professional football? Or um, growing up, did you ever have kind of other desires that uh, you know, were kind of uniquely different than a life of a football player? I mean, yeah, like you said, I think it was pretty much paid for me in terms of, you know, visually seeing my dad go through it and um, experiencing it firsthand. Uh, I knew from the time I was six, seven years old that uh, I wanted to play in the NFL, and I made that my lifelong dream. Um, and what's what's funny, though, is it would be more my mom taking the, the role of, you know, get in the gym or, you know, disciplinarian and telling because she was – um, a little background on her. She's the oldest of seven kids and her two parents, her, her dad was a Marine and her mom was Air Force. So, um, you know, the working out, the regimented lifestyle, I, I would have to give her more the credit than my dad, which everybody, you know, wouldn't wouldn't think that it would be that way. Well, it uh, it, it certainly speaks to the the old expression behind every good man's a better woman. Um, Absolutely. That certainly rings true in my life in, in, in so many, so many ways. So you were one of, of how many? Um, well, in our household, we had kids around all the time, whether it was relatives that were, you know, in some unfortunate situations um, and they came and lived with us anywhere up to seven or eight in our house, uh, you know, teenagers and, and young ones. And then I, I have a sister that's three years older than me. And then I have two brothers, they're cousins, but um, we legally adopted them when uh, we were three so there was there was three of us or four of us in diapers at one point and now having kids of my own i realized the sacrifices that my parents went through and um, i greatly appreciate it how many kids do you currently have i got two boys two beautiful boys kai he's eight years old big into music and kane don't be surprised if he is the third generation he's five years old and you know he's very very aggressive by nature Loves <laughs> loves to wrestle, loves to play all sports. Uh, so I got both ends of the spectrum. 
um, you know, with, with the kids. Very fortunate. Yeah, I've always found that uh, so intriguing, and I've, I have two girls, Lofa, that uh, they, they can be so distinctly different from one another, despite the fact, you know, um, you know, they're in the same environment, and they might just be a year or two apart. Uh, just behaviorally, they can be at sometimes two different ends of the spectrum. Um, so it's, it's wonderful to have that sort of diversity. Have, well, it's perspective, right? I mean, they yeah. both, they, they learn in different ways. They, I mean, it's... Uh... I mean, yeah, that's the blessing is, you know, because my my oldest, he's brought in out more of a creative side in me that I I didn't know really existed because it, it wasn't an interest of mine growing up. Mine was always sports driven, you know, and um, and so I'm excited to learn new things even at 37 years old because I'm doing them for the first time um, with an open mind and open heart, too. So that's my boy. You know, whatever he wants to do, I'm just going to show him how to work hard. I'm curious, knowing how, um, I should say, some of the pitfalls of being a football player, and um, I know those pitfalls are, are areas that, that you interface with uh, on, on many different occasions, whether it be the emotional distress, the, uh, the, 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 the physical burdens, um, and the, the quote-unquote kind of invisible scars that occur as a football player. Are both you and your wife uh, in lockstep about promoting the idea of, of pursuing a football career, knowing that those pitfalls exist and in many cases are almost unavoidable to a certain degree? Yeah, there's, you know, inherently some some bigger, greater risks playing, um, you know, a collision sport, not just a contact sport, but a collision sport such as football, um, which is why, you know, I'm my kids, they're going to be their own men and, you know, just try to teach them the best I can. And, but they have to make the decision if, if this game is right for them. You know, um, like I said, I, I already kind of, my youngest will gravitate towards it naturally and my, my oldest won't, but I'll never, I'll never push them to do anything that they don't, their heart's not in because I, you know, they just, they won't make it quite frankly in anything if their heart's not in it, you know, your passion is what drives you. And um, that's, you know, ultimately what led to, me learning a work ethic was that I eat, sleep, you know, dreamed football from the time I was, I knew what a football was. And if one of them shows me that kind of drive, I'll show them how to harness it. And, um, and you know, the consequences I understand, you know, and honestly, that's kind of like what we're here today to talk about. Um, I don't want to leapfrog into it if you don't want me to, but the, the, the product, uh, of CBD and, you know, the topic is, is how I found, um, you know, some real healing through all that trauma, uh, mentally, physically, and emotionally, like you were speaking about. Yeah, no, we're, we're definitely going to cover that territory um, uh, more fully later in the program. I, I want to kind of pivot back to um, kind of post-adolescence and your career at USC uh, with, with Coach Carroll, because obviously he was a very uh, influential figure for you, evidenced by the fact uh, you know you kind of gravitated to the the Seahawks after after college. What was that relationship like? What was uh, going to school at a big time university where the expectations are obviously heightened on the football field? At that time, the school was unquestionably kind of the most dominant football force in America. Um, what was that like in terms of dealing with the pressure? And um, yeah, share your opinion it on that. Well, you know, I never, no one will ever put more pressure on me than me. Um, and even through all my career, when I've seemed to exceed everybody else's expectations because they put a limit on what I can and can't do, um, 
I, you know, I always embraced that moment and, and those opportunities. And so, um, of course, I didn't get recruited at a high school. And so that chip on my shoulder or that edge mentally uh, being more disgruntled or upset that I got overlooked, which served me well, is kind of got kind of replaced that that pressure for me you know looking back um all these other guys that come in with the five star you know next to their name they're you know the highly coveted recruits you know those those are the guys that finally for the first time had to fight for you know um for their spot on a team and, and fight for you know the the notoriety that comes with it and so i never I never felt pressure, and um, and that's why everybody was so surprised at what I was able to do. And I was only able to do that, let me say this first, because uh, I always had the utmost respect and love for my teammates who, you know, put me in that position and my coaches. And uh, so it was, it was exciting times to answer your question at, at USC. Uh, two years, I was blessed to play there with, uh, you know, incredible staff and players. Um, we went 25-1. and one. And the only loss was to a guy by the name of Aaron Rodgers in triple overtime. <laughs> How ironic is that, given the uh, given the upcoming game, huh? Yeah, I know, right? Of course. Well, hope the outcome's different for for our Hawks. Are, are you planning to go? By the way, no, I'll be uh, the Hawks. Uh, they keep me, you know, heavily involved in. Um, in events, whether it's the game, charity events, and, and functions, so uh, they got me going to a watch party out here in, in Seattle. Uh, great. I saw uh, just maybe a, a couple weeks ago, <clears throat> you represented the proverbial 12th man on top of the needle there in Seattle. Uh, that seemed like a wonderful honor <clears throat> for you to uh, kind of embody the fan base, knowing how important they were to you during your career there. Oh, absolutely. Um, Seattle, you know, been home since 2005 for, for me and my family. And um, just, you know, the it, it's it's a real family you know, the, the, the 12s, I mean, you know, that is family to us. And, you know, they had a direct effect on many games, you know, pulling out wins through, through penalties for us. So, um, and then off the field, of course, you know, um, showing love, you know, for, for all the players. Uh, it, it's, it's amazing. The, the, the community they got out here. I, I want to um, shift our, our thoughts a little bit towards, your NFL career and perhaps some of the more um, uh, sure, it's kind of murkier world of the NFL and the, as you know, there's a, a opiate crisis that's um, long been kind of ingrained in, in our society today and it is catastrophic. It has been plaguing the world of, of sports and society at large. I'm rather certain that you saw that on a firsthand basis, basis and were able to kind of bear witness to um, the pervasive use of opioids uh, due to injuries. So if you don't mind shedding a little bit of, of light about that, uh, that experience in terms of the, the rigors of the NFL and how that translates into injuries and how difficult it is to sustain your career over time. And, uh, you know, this ultimately set the stage for how CBD um, and medical cannabis overall is uh, perhaps a, a more logical alternative than being drowned in uh, necessarily with uh, with opioids in. Uh, absolutely, and it, it's an epidemic that you know not just the NFL or sports deal with. Um, obviously, it's a little 
more closer link to that because of, you know, the surgeries I've had 10 surgeries and, you know, and multiple concussions too. But yeah, that's as, as, you know, the anti-inflammatories on top of, you know, the opioids that are prescribed as a healing, you know, remedy for, for your, you know, your injury, it's, um, it's being, you know, taken a closer look at because, um, those, those are just, I mean, it's like putting a bandaid. Those aren't really healing. It's masking the pain. And so when you're masking the pain, even when you're going back through your rehab and able to do, you know, now you're able to walk on it, but your body isn't sending the signals properly, you know, um, from brain to mind body connection. It's, it's getting interrupted because, you know, your receptors are being blocked to, you know, you know, just try to forget that pain with CBD how I believe, because how we're talking about it, the things that it's done for me personally, with all those injuries, I ballooned up to, to a, a, you know, 280 pounds. So like 40, 50 pounds overweight, because I simply couldn't reconnect my mind and body to move in a way that was pain free. And of course, with full spectrum, you know, oil, there's other cannabinoids, not just CBD that are responsible for pain sensation and pain tolerance. So, um, I think you'll see guys, people have longer careers, you know, and then also like you're saying, not, not having the problems, you know, during and after their careers because of the, the opioids. We have to take a quick commercial break and we're going to pick up right where we left off. Lofa. Our advertisers are winners. Please check them out during this brief timeout. Trends and technology, processes and products. We cover these areas and more on the cutting edge of cannabis. Be informed from the latest initiators of new innovation. Learn about the latest breakthroughs and best practices in the cannabis and hemp industries. Better products, better infrastructure, and better sustainability. The cutting edge of cannabis. Consulted by the American Cannabis Company. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. We're back on the field of play with more Winning with Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Lofa, we were just chatting um, a bit about the emergence of, of CBD, which, as you well know, um, given your role in the industry, has enjoyed kind of explosive popularity 
in recent years. Um, and thankfully, uh, it's, it's becoming more widely accepted uh, within the mainstream. I have a, a, a question for you in terms of your experience with the Players Association and uh, the NFL itself. I, as you well know, the, the player union is getting prepared to negotiate with owners for a new labor pact, I guess, here in the coming weeks, is it? And I know um, CBD and, and medical cannabis is kind of on the docket to be discussed as one of the key issues. Is that right? Yeah, the new collective bargaining agreement of 2020 will address and entertain. I, I shouldn't say address because I don't know for certain, but should they've been talking more and more about it in articles that they'll entertain the use of medical cannabis and, and CBD. Do you and, and, and I and I find this interesting, but I, it seems as though the NFL in general is a little bit, um, like I say, lacking in their in their stance, and that you know MLB and then the NBA have taken a more kind of progressive stance in their policies, especially the NHL. The NFL is uh, a little bit kind of slow to. Um, uh, kind of come into alignment with uh, the available science and societal acceptance, things like that. Um, that yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, what, what, what sort of outcomes do you expect? Do, do you think the policy should be more liberal in, in, the, in the NFL? Absolutely. And, you know, what I'm here to say is at 37, I feel like I can play football again. At 37 years old, I haven't laced up the cleats in what seven years i think it was 2000 yeah eight years 2012 was the last time i put cleats on and so you know and how we're talking about it as zone in as the, as the product is you know literally being in the moment but we're talking about it as a performance enhancer in terms of cognitive issues that i dealt with are no longer there or they are lessened you know um in terms of short-term memory attention span all the things that i was having some trouble with in the in years prior after my retirement but um and so when when players start you know as soon as they start to get that you know opportunity to to try it i mean i think we're going to see less injuries because mechanically i think people are going to be able to fix whatever injury they're dealing with an ankle won't lead to a knee that leads to a hip it'll just be an ankle and the taller you know the, with the pain tolerance going up through the use of these cannabinoids, um, you'll be able to play on it and not affect other parts of your body. And um, as far as them being, you know, slow to adhere, you still, I still have to give them the benefit of the doubt. I love the NFL. I'll always say that, but I have to give them the benefit of the doubt that THC is not federally legal. And with that being said, I, I hope that their, you know, their, their hesitancy to accept this is because they don't want to see some of their players in a state where it's not legal, you know, get in trouble for something that's federally illegal, you know, quite frankly. But um, when, when it does, um, um, kudos to, to all the other sports that have opened it up. Baseball, that, that was incredible, um, you know, uh, because it's, it's just going to help heal people. And that's what I'm excited about. Agreed. And it's, um, and, and I, I certainly appreciate your, your uh, your opinion on on the NFL and um, their their current perception of medical marijuana it seems as though the stock answer by uh, Roger Goodell has always been you know quote unquote we're going to follow the science 
And yeah. uh, my, my personal belief is that the science uh, is pretty robust and, <laughs> and, and a bit unassailable at this point. But, I, you know, the, the legality of it obviously is a, the gray area that they have to be sensitive about. I was reading earlier this, I guess it was last week, and you probably saw this as well, that um, the Cowboys owner, Jerry Jones, who, as you well know, is probably one of the most powerful voices on the league side, uh, expressed that he believes a change is happening. I think it was quoted by saying, you know, it uh, referred to it as a, an issue contemporarily that we're excited about being in step with, um, both on the social side and the legal scene going forward. So I think if you have him endorsing it, um, and, you know, n not that, you know, everyone necessarily leans his way when he dictates a position, but he certainly carries a significant amount of weight. So hopefully the outcome, um, you know, will be a positive one there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, you know, I'm grateful for Jerry, you know, even being open-minded about it because this is a stigma we face. You know, I didn't think I'd see cannabis, you know, legal or hemp legal um, in my lifetime. You know, that's, you know, that's how much of a stigma it carried when I was younger. And, you know, I mean, we've all, you know, been there hearing, you know, the stories, you know, oh, it makes you lazy and this and that, which is why we, you know, came out with the name zone in, you know, like, you know, conquer, crush, you know, what you're doing, be in the moment. Um, it's, you know, it's a play on positive psychology, you know, um, flow state is also known as the zone and being totally immersed in, in what you're doing at the present time, you know, cause far too often people are, they're too far forward, you know, uh, worrying about stuff that might not happen or they're living in the past and, you know, thinking about things that have already gone by. So, um, there was, you know, a lot of thought and, um, you know, love and, and thought put into this brand and, um, and bringing it to market. We're going to take a, a brief break here and then we're going to resume right after the commercial. Our advertisers are winners. Please check them out during this brief timeout. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah. 
how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at s-h-o-o-g-i-e-s dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. We're back on the field of play with more Winning with Cannabis, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to Winning with Cannabis. This is your host, Bill Bronner. Again, I'm joined by Lofa Tatupu, um, former NFL linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks, who yet again are uh, at the top of their game um, this year. And it seems like uh, every year they have quietly created their own dynasty. And um, sometimes that gets overlooked with the sheer dominance of a team such as the Patriots. But uh, Seattle has been so impressive in their ability to kind of just sustain a level of greatness now for you know, the better part of eight, nine, ten years, um, maybe, maybe even beyond. Uh, i got a quick question for you because you're, I'm sure, not only close to the folks who are in the NFL Players Association now, maybe even, you know, your rep for your former team, the, the Seahawks, but players in general, uh, is it fair to say that the prevailing sentiment is that all players are not all players, but the vast majority are supportive of, of, of medical cannabis and the ability to take products such as CBD freely and safely so they can, you know, um, better have access to the, the healing effects? Absolutely. Um, now, do I know if they're taking it? I don't know. There's still, it's still such, you know, a, cannabis is legal here recreationally for in Seattle, uh, five or six years. I still come across a lot of people that don't even know they've been living here for, you know, the whole time and they don't even know what CBD is or, you know, you know they're all, you know, uh, you know, technically there is some THC, but no, it's not the, it's not that stuff. It's, you know, and that's the, the misrepresentation or miseducation out there is kind of what's holding us back in terms of progressing, but that's only a matter of time. And I think the a large number of players are hearing more and they're, they're open-minded because they know the repercussions of, of taking the other um, medications that, that are prescribed, you know, the prescription meds, whether anti-inflammatories or, or opiates, it's um, the science is there, which, you know, everybody says they need to hear about the science of, of cannabis. Well, I mean, we already know what the science is on the other one, but we're so desensitized to it that uh, we're just still taking them, you know, and that's what kind of baffles me is, um, okay, yeah, I understand there's no science over here in cannabis yet. I mean, there's more and more stories coming out, which, you know, those are testimonial. Um, But uh, you see people living their best life. And on the other, you know, end of the spectrum, you see with the anti-inflammatories and the the opioids that people are not living their best life. And so um, until, you know, we wake up to see that, it's, um, you know, I don't want to hear about the science on cannabis because we know the science on the other side. Sounds like uh, what what you just mentioned, that sentiment was a a large part of your motivation to to launch Zone In with Mitt Riki, tell me a little bit about your partnership with Mitt, and um, I understand kind of what the driving forces were to, to to launch. You just called attention to those, but tell me how long the the company has been in existence, what sort of market penetration you guys have enjoyed to date, and uh, what your vision is uh, in, in the in the near future for the company. Yeah, so I've known there's there's three of us full time. Um, Mitt Ricky, and the, he's our CEO, and then Penny Cook, who you know are just 
you know, driving force COO, chief operating officer. And um, the three of us in there every day, just, uh, you know, with the intent and the purpose to help, you know, change lives through our products. And so we got two right now that are the top of uh, the, the ingestibles, the uh, dropper, the tincture, and then we also have the capsules. And then we'll be coming out with um, a muscle, a topical or a, you know, a muscle rub in, I think, maybe three to four weeks. So we're excited about that. But going back to the relationship, um, I've known Amit for about five years now. Uh, our kids went to, to Montessori school together and um, he's, he's always been, you know, um, kind of like a mentor to me in terms of, you know, entrepreneurial life. And, you know, he's done a lot of things and, you know, the head of innovation at the American Cancer Society. So, the, you know, those are the things that drew me to him as a person were that he's always been in that mindset and, you know, thought process of, you know, I'm not just going to do something to do something. I'm going to do something to make an impact. And so we all share those, especially Penny Cook too. We all share those values, you know, true to heart. And um, the, the, the replies we are getting right now, uh, the emails, the texts, the phone calls about what the product is doing for people is those are the moments that we live for as a company. And, um, and that's why we started Zone in CBD. Terrific. It uh, seems like the trajectory is very much upward facing. So um, pleased to hear it. Uh, shifting gears one more time. And <clears throat> I know I mentioned this earlier in our discussion, the upcoming game in Green Bay. You're going to be, you know, I'm sure riveted to the television uh, like many in uh, the, the, the Seahawk fandom <clears throat> world. But uh, what do you expect? Do you think it's going to be a hard-fought game? Do you think it's going to be tight? Do you think it's going to be a blowout? What's, uh, what's your expert opinion as a former player on, on the outcome? I'm sure it's going to be a fight, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Uh, Tough place to I'm play, isn't it? I'm hoping it's a blowout in our favor. I hope we win big so I don't have to worry about the whole second half. But, uh, you know, there's the keys to the game. You know, we got to zone in. <laughs> you like that? Uh, I like it. We, we got to zone in on the Aarons on offense, Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers, and the Smiths on defense, uh, Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith. Uh, all four of those guys are game breakers. Um, you know, they – so we, I just did a segment the other day um, with King Five and Seattle TV, and they were showing me some of their highlights. And, you know, and this isn't even mentioned Devontae Adams, who they got out of wide receiver. But, you know, those errands on offense, they don't need much help to, to win. And, um, and so, you know, they, they've enjoyed a lot of success. I think they went 13-3 and three this year. And, um, and a lot of that also had to do with the adding and free agency of, of the, you know, the Smiths. Uh, Preston coming over from Washington and then Zedaris coming over from Baltimore. Uh, they each 25 and a half sacks between the two of them. Um, you know, that's the most out of any duo in the NFL this year. So I, I guess they earned that, that big payday that they, they brought him in for. Yep. Certainly impressive. And you mentioned Adams and then in the same sense, I would put uh, your player Metfield who had uh, what can best be described as a coming up party last weekend. And he was oh, beyond yeah. clutch. And, oh uh, man, six yeah. for 170 or some seven for 160. I mean, yeah, that, that's pretty impressive for anybody, never mind a, a rookie. Yeah, so that, that certainly bodes well for the future. Well, I, I wish you and your team the best of luck this weekend. Hopefully, it's a hard fought game. Um, and uh, equally as important, I, I wish you the best of luck uh, on a business 
uh, note as well in terms of you know zoning and its future. So appreciate you coming on the program. Thank you so much for having me and uh, stay blessed, my brother. Thanks, Lofa. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.